time when things are shifting. We're going to be, be a new world order. We've got to lead it. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. What's up, everybody? It is Monday, February 20th, and we welcome to tonight's broadcast. This is End Time Headlines, and if you're new to the broadcast, from whichever platform you may be joining us from, let us know in the comment section below that you are new and where you guys are joining us from or tuning in from. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if this is your first time, I am the the host, the founder of End Time Headlines, Ricky Scaparo. So I hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, I know many of you uh, that may be listening uh, had the chance to go out to uh, Wilmore, Kentucky, uh, and was there on the on the property and in right in the middle of the revival services that's been going on. Um, and you, many of you guys have reported about that. I've read many of your comments in the Facebook sections and so on and so forth. So, uh, we're going to talk more about that. Not tonight though, but we're going to talk about that. Uh, sometimes this week we'll give an update on that. Uh, there's a little shift in it. There's some changes going on with the, the ongoing meetings. And so we're going to give you an update on that. But tonight we're going to shift gears. I'm going to take you to the Middle East and I want to talk about this landmark interfaith compound. That is has finally been complete and is now open. Um, what am I talking about? I'm talking about this interfaith uh, synagogue that has now been constructed, and it is uh, it, it opened last Thursday afternoon in a ceremony that kicked off a series of events over this past weekend. Let me give you the uh, let me show you the headline of this. This is from. Uh, now there was obviously there was multiple reports from this from different sources, but this is from the Times of Israel. This Abrahamic family house in Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, excuse me, will host its first Shabbat services this weekend. Um, however, when uh, and here's the picture of this. I wanted to show you guys again. This is an artistic rendering of this uh, again. This Abrahamic family house complex again this is in the united arab emirates uh you can see there's three different separate uh facilities here but it's one center so this is what we're going to talk about today i want to talk about why this is important why we're talking about it and what does it mean uh this landmark interfaith compound called the abrahamic family house again located on an island uh, in Abu Dhabi also contains a mosque and a church. So it's a synagogue, a mosque, and a church. It was initially slated to open in 2022. However, the opening ceremony will be followed by a conference on Friday morning on relations between the faiths. Again, again, the faiths are what? Jews. Christians and Muslims. The local Jewish community will hold Shabbat prayers in the synagogue. They will be led by a rabbi there. On a Sunday, a Torah scroll 
donated by UAE President Mohammed bin Zayed al Nahin, will be brought to the synagogue in a dedication ceremony. The Abrahamic Family House Project was announced after Pope Francis's visit to the UAE in 2019. So again, the Pope is directly involved in this. That's interesting. The Catholic Church is directly involved in this. The first by Pontiff to the Arabian Peninsula. During the trip, the Pope signed a joint declaration with the Grand Imam of Al-Azhar, Ahmed el Taib that called for religious tolerance and dialogue an interfaith council to oversee projects advancing tolerance was formed as a result of the declaration. Now that's interesting. An interfaith council to oversee projects advancing tolerance. So in the name of religious tolerance, this has gone forward. As a result, this declaration was formed and named the Higher Committee of Human Fraternity. The Abrahamic Family House was its first initiative. Quote, this is an important opportunity for all who believe in the power of faith and humanity. It will help build bridges between religious leaders and communities, as well as foster peace and harmony and error that is too often defined by difference. This is according to a rabbi, a senior rabbi at Washington Hebrew uh, congregation and a Jewish representative of the committee. The UAE normalized relations with Israel in 2020 as part of the Abraham Accords brokered by the administration of former U.S. President Donald Trump. The design of the Abrahamic family house by the renewed architect was unveiled during a meeting back in 2019 in New York. Uh, he, um, the UAE is already home to a synagogue in Dubai that was formed in 2008. The new state sanctioned synagogue would mark a significant step toward for public worship of Judaism in the Gulf state. In January, the UAE embassy in Washington announced that the country would begin teaching about the Holocaust and history classes in primary and secondary schools across the country. Last September, on the second anniversary of the Abraham Accords, 1,500 people gathered for the wedding of UAE uh, rabbi Levi Dutchman, and it was the largest Jewish wedding in the country's history. Over the past eight years, Dutchman has overseen the opening of a Jewish school, Hebrew supplemental school, ritual bath, and the government-licensed kosher agency of the UAE, which has a community of a few thousand Jews. Dutchman is one of several Orthodox rabbis working to cultivate Jewish life in the UAE, including uh, Eli Abadi and Sarna, who are not affiliated with Shabbat. So again, again, here's what I want to go back and emphasize. So here you have this facility. Let me pull this up and get you another look at this. You have this facility that is going to facilitate three major faiths, three major religions coming together in the name of unity again jews muslims 
and Christians coming together uh, here in a in the Middle East, which again this is uh, unprecedented. This is historical. But I also believe, make no doubts about this, guys. I believe this right here is paving the way for something, first of all, that was already constructed, was already uh, present in times past. See, if you go all the way, if you go to the book of Genesis chapter 11, it says in the opening passage of Genesis chapter 11, verse 1, that the whole earth had one language and one speech. Uh, this was where, uh, in this passage of Genesis 11, they were in the plains of Shinar. And this is where the Tower of Babel was constructed. Now, the word the, the, the word Babel in Hebrew means the gate of the God. And it actually translates to confusion, chaos, disorder, or disruption. Babel is an absolute picture of what we would call the first global government or uh, here's another phrase you might be interested in or be familiar with the new, uh, the first new world order according to historians and according to research in which I've done it possessed one language one religion at that time one government this was again before the dispersion before they were uh divided cuz when you read Genesis, uh, uh, let me just go back up here. Genesis 11, they had one intent, uh, and that was, and they were being led by a an individual by the name of Nimrod, who, again, by research in which I've done through uh, Jewish history, historical accounts, and other uh, uh, written accounts, whether it be early church fathers, etc. There, this immediately followed the global flood that had taken place. So there had been a global judgment that had been uh, carried out by God through the act of a great deluge. And those who survived and began to replenish the earth of that seed was a man by the name of Nimrod and there was, even though God put a bow in the heavens and one upon the earth, uh, in which, in where in which he made a covenant with the earth and all of its inhabitants, they would never destroy the earth again of a flood. There was still rumors that circulated. Come on, you got to love the rumors that circulate. People believe the rumors. They believe all that stuff, Right. Anyway, we'll talk about that next week, especially when it comes to this revival meeting in Kentucky. Boy, have the rumors spread on that. But nevertheless, rumors had circulated in fear that God would bring another judgment upon the earth of flood, floodwaters. And because of this, Nimrod began to, uh, he began to, entice the people according to Josephus the historian he stated that Nimrod uh 
emphasized that if God were to bring another flood, that he would not be touched by the judgment of God himself because of the tower in which he would construct. So this is the kind of a, uh, this is a little bit of a historical backdrop on why did Nimrod construct this tower of Babel? It was, it was a defiance against God. It was, it was a rebellion against God. Even though God had destroyed the earth because they were wicked and because they were evil and uh, because of the violence that covered the earth, Nimrod had this real bright idea that, first of all, he was going to uh, somehow uh, avoid the judgment of God or supersede God's wrath and his judgment by outsmarting God. Real dumb, isn't it? Number two, he wasn't a very good listener. He wasn't a very good observer because if he had listened and he had observed, he would have known that God had already said that he wasn't going to destroy the earth again of a flood. But guys, listen, here we are thousands of years later, and we're still in this same predicament. I want you to think about that for a second. We got people that are full of pride and arrogance and that are naive and they believe that they're going to outsmart God. They believe that they can outwit him. They can somehow through their witty inventions, they can avoid death and mortality and all these things. When God when God's word is absolute. Well, he said heaven and earth shall pass away, but not one jot nor tittle of this word shall pass until all things be fulfilled. So listen to me. If God said, I will never destroy the earth again of a flood, a global deluge like the days of Noah, then he is not a man that he should lie. It is will not happen again. But your Bible says, according to the, uh, I call him the prophet Peter, because Peter prophesied a lot. People don't realize that, but if you go read the writings of Peter, first and second Peter, there's a lot of things that there through inspiration of the Holy Ghost, he prophesied things. And one of those things he said that God in the future, there would come a time when God would renovate the earth by fire. So the first judgment is coming by water, but the second one is coming by fire. In fact, did you know that Adam passed down, Adam knew these things and he passed down this knowledge to his descendants. This again, this is all historical accounts and research. It'll talk about this. And they inscribed these things on, on stones and uh, stone tablets and different things it was passed down from generation to generation and so that they would survive these different things and it would be passed down these warnings would pass down from generation to generation so here we are we're, and we're the same way today we've got a we've got people that believe they're going to outsmart god outwit him and they believe that they are exempt from judgment and they don't listen the, 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 you have a book here 
For you guys that are listening by Spotify and by Apple, I'm pointing to my Bible. You have 66 books compiled that tell you from Genesis to Revelation of what God has done, what God is doing, and what he is going to do. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And if you think for a moment that God is going to change his mind, the Bible says, my covenant I shall not break. He will not change. Civilizations change. Culture changes. uh, Generations change. We age. We get older. We live. We die. We multiply. We increase. We populate the earth. This, that, all these things change. But God's word remains true. Come on. Can I get an amen, somebody? So what I'm saying here today, and according to other historians, let me go back to this Genesis 11, because I'm still in. You say, what in the world has all this got to do with this interfaith, uh, this, this, these complexes that are being built for Jews, for Arabs, and for Christians? Well, I'm glad you asked, because if you go back to Genesis 11, again, you see this unification of the world coming together, one language, one religion, one faith, one government, the picture of the new world order, but God broke it up because why did God break it up? Because it had a evil motive and an evil intent. Now, while let me go back to the article while on the outside, this looks great in the name of peace. We're going to pull the three major monotheistic religions together. We're going to pull Islam together. We're going to pull uh, the Jews together. We're going to pull the Christians together. We've even got three. This reminds me of when Jesus went up to the Mount of Transfiguration uh, and he was, he was there and he was speaking to Moses and Elijah he was speaking to him on the mountain. There was Peter, James, and John that was at a, a little bit of far off and they actually witnessed this encounter this dialogue that Jesus had with these two individuals that had already gone on to be with the Lord. They were already in heaven and were speaking with Jesus. And Peter says, he sees this encounter and he says, Lord, let us build three tabernacles. One for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. So here we are with, And I think that's interesting. And here you are, you have three facilities. You have a synagogue, a church, and a mosque to house, again, three of the major religions of the world all coming together on the same location, same property in the name of peace. Now, again, while this looks peaceful on the outside while this looks like a good intent on the outside i believe according to scripture that somehow as we go forward because of the location of where it's at number one number two based on revelation chapter 13 and the this appearance of whoever this is in the future of this uh, false prophet that will arise and he will come on the scene and he will work together with the Antichrist. This false prophet will 
will directly be responsible for merging, I believe, according to, again, Revelation 13, merging two major faiths together. Now, it's interesting. I know this uh, article uh, insinuates or it 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 kind of uh, ex- um, it kind of puts a spotlight on three major religions, but somehow from point A to point B, or from then from uh, from now till till then to where we're going, we're going to lose one of them on the way, and something's going to happen. So there's going to be capitulation. Don't even think there won't be. There's going to be compromise in the faith. So my question is, what's going to be compromised? Let's just say, let me just throw out a hypothesis here. Let's just say the false prophet merges two major religions together. Let's call those two major religions. Again, this is just an hypothesis. Islam and an apostate form of Christianity. Now, I say that because remember who's directly involved. He's got his hands right in the middle of this, and that's the Pope, the Catholic Church. They're right in the middle of this. Now, you look at uh, you look at the direction that the Catholic Church has, and not saying that it's ever been biblically sound to begin with when you look at the uh, the origins. I don't have time to get into that. Listen, we've already, we, we already got blasted because we spoke out against a lot of the doctrines of the Catholic Church that just, that are not biblical. Praying to dead saints, praying to Mary, uh, purgatory, and the list goes on. Those things are not in the Bible. They're not according to sound scripture or doctrine. But yet they are upheld by many Catholics today and of the Catholic faith. So the reason why I use apostate Christianity is because the Catholic church of today has gone in a direction. So, so much so of, of compromising um, that now you've got the Pope getting up. Now this is the, the, this is the head honcho of the Catholic church and the Pope's getting up and, he is now embracing and accepting abominations that the, the uh, practices that the, the Bible and God calls an abomination and is now kind of uh, winking at it and not condemning it anymore. Uh, there's even been statements saying that certain individuals that practice these sins will still make it into heaven, which is contrary to scripture. So there's going to be Again, as we get from now, as of 2023, to whenever this false prophet emerges, I believe from now to that time frame, there is going to come, and we know according to Scripture, there's going to come the falling away, the apostasy, uh, the departure of the faith. There's going to be all these, the Scriptures indicate that. Now we know, listen, I'm, and we know in the midst of that, there's going to be outpourings. There's going to be revivals. That's all in Joel chapter two. That's what we've been seeing in Kentucky and spreading outside of Kentucky and going to other universities. So this is in the midst. God is moving in the midst of this, of Satan moving. So I think it's interesting here. You have God advancing his kingdom, but now it looks like Satan is now 
taking another step toward advancing the kingdom of hell. And it's all again, they shall say peace and safety. It looks good. It looks all warm and fuzzy. Brother Ricky, why is this a bad thing? If we can bring these faiths together and we can bring the Jews together and the Christians together and the Muslims together. Why is this so bad? It's listen on all means on the outside. It's not bad, but watch this. But again, I have to go back to the scriptures. What does the scripture say? If I have three major religions here, and we can all agree based on what the word says, I don't have a problem with this. So if if they all, if we can all come to the agreement that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and there's no other name given under heaven unto men in which we must be saved, that through the name of Jesus Christ and him alone is salvation. If we can all agree on that, I don't have a problem with that. But listen, I can tell you right now that that's not going to be the case. Because Muslims, according to the Hadith and the Quran, they don't do, they believe that God has no son. Right off the bat, they don't believe that God has a son. They don't believe in the only begotten son of Jesus Christ. They don't believe that Jesus Christ is the son of man, the Mashiach, the Messiah. And then you've got the Jews. Most Jews, unless they're messianic and they've come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, they don't believe that, again, that Yeshua is the Messiah, the son of David. So here's where we have this problem. So somehow, just you, I, I hope I'm, that you're still with me today. This is not going to be a long podcast today. We're about to close. But I wanted to, I knew that I wanted to talk about this today because this is, this is huge. This is huge in Bible prophecy. Another step towards fulfillment of Bible prophecy because we got to get to Revelation 13, where in which we know that the Antichrist, who is yet to make his appearance, he is going to have a religion. Now, what is this religion? Well, we could sit here and speculate all day long on what it is and what it could be and what it might be. But we know that he will have a religion. Now, the reason why I know that is because when you go to Revelation 13, we know that there's going to be a system of buying, selling, and trading that will be connected directly to the worship of the beast, the Antichrist. And there will be an image of the beast that will be erected in direct worship to the Antichrist. So there will be an image and a buying and selling system. Now in the buying and selling system, buying, selling, and trading system, it's a, um, it, it tells you here in the scripture that without the name, the number or the mark of the beast, you will not be able to buy, sell or trade. So, this name, number, and mark is going to be directly connected to the Antichrist. So he's going to have a name, a number, and a mark. What will his mark be? Will it be his religion? Will it be the, the faith of the Antichrist that he possesses? And then the false prophet's not going to didn't. The false prophet's not going to contradict the Antichrist in his faith. The false prophet's going to come alongside because the Antichrist is going to be the, the militant leader. 
He's the Antichrist, according to your Bible. He's going to come on the scene uh, in a diplomacy of peace in the beginning, but then he will reveal himself as a um, as a militant military leader. The Bible says he'll take a small arm and he'll become great. He, it says that uh, that ten nations will surrender their power over to him in one hour's time. He uproots, according to the book of Daniel, Egypt, Libya, and Ethiopia. The Bible says, who can make war with the beast? One of his kingdoms that was once destroyed and wiped out will be resurrected in the end times. And it will, the one of his kingdoms which in which will take a mortal wound will be healed. It will be resurrected. And when this kingdom is raised back up, that's when the Bible says that the whole world will begin to wonder after the beast because Satan is empowering him. So this, the terrifying thing is guys, the most of the world, this is just the facts. Most of the world is going to worship the Antichrist and the false prophet and whatever their faith is, whatever it looks like, whatever, when you take, when you take the major religions, the major three major monotheistic religions, the era the, uh, uh, Islam, Judaism, Christianity, you throw this in a melting pot and you mix this thing up and out of it, out of this concoction is going to come this end times apostate false religion. It's going to have a form of godliness. It's going to have a little bit of Christianity in it. It's going to have a little bit of Judaism in it, and it's going to have a little bit of Islam in it, but it's going to be blasphemous. According to your Bible, when the Antichrist rises up out of the scene, it says upon his head will be written many blasphemies. He will utter blasphemies out of his mouth. He will he will take his headquarters in Jerusalem and the temple that will be constructed in the last days. And the Bible says he will declare himself as God in the temple. He will be the God of his religion. So we've got. God only knows how many religions out there, man-made religions, this religion, that religion. But again, make no doubts about this, guys. This is another stepping stone to the fulfillment of Bible prophecy because we got to get, again, we got to get to Revelation 13. We got to get to that point. And, And again, this, what I'm showing you today is just yet another example of how all the puzzle pieces are falling into place. So listen, here's what I want to do. This is what I want to do in in closing this broadcast. Number one, I want you to share this. Share this on podcasts, on Apple, on Spotify. Share this on YouTube. Share this on Rumble. Share this through the links, the subscription, the notifications. Hit the bell. Hit the subscribe button. Whatever you got to do. Follow us through those video platforms. Share this with your friends, your family, your coworkers, your neighbors, whatever. Get this information out there. This will open up a dialogue of discussion with them. Sit down with them, show these things, open up the scriptures with them. Revelation 13, Revelation 11. Show them these things. Let them hear this broadcast. And this is going to open dialogue, dialogue up to them to show them these things. So, um, and so this is 
again, this is the kind of information that we want to equip you with so that you can share the gospel and the end times with these individuals that need to hear this. Listen, endtimeheadlines.org, endtimeheadlines.com. That's going to be our main website. Both of those lead to the same website, endtimeheadlines.org, endtimeheadlines.com. And again, we have a free app. If you're listening, watching, if you're listening, just go to your app store, type in end time headlines, look for our official ETH logo, download our free app. If you're watching um, by Rumble, by Facebook Live, by YouTube, or by the main website, in the description of this video, it's going to say download our free app and there's going to be a link. Just click on the link and it's going to take you right to a page where you can download the free app. Once you get the app downloaded, you're going to be prompted to hit yes for push notifications. Hit that yes button. And now you're going to be ready to go. You're going to get every headline and every podcast readily available right at your fingertips uh, uh, to be a blessing to you and your family. And as always, guys, we want to give you the opportunity. Again, this ministry, uh, we bless the people. We bless all, everybody's listening. We don't, we don't charge for the app. We don't have a subscription fee base. We don't charge for the messages we don't sell merchandise everything is free we we we're feeding the sheep all we ask is if this ministry is a continual source of information blessing revelation and equipping on a week-to-week basis and you would like to come alongside and partner with eth partner with end time headlines and be a monthly partner in doing so you can do that two different ways you can give electronically right there by going down to the uh, on your app that you downloaded, if you go to the bottom to the right where it says donate, just click there, or you can give by check or money order, and you could do that right there on your screen at End Time Headlines, PO Box thirteen ninety one, and that's Monroe, Georgia three zero six five five. Listen, as always, thank you. I want to say a, a special thank you to all of our partners and supporters and prayer warriors of our ministry. You know who you are. We uh, we receive your letters your uh, your emails, your messages, and we, from the bottom of our heart, we appreciate your prayers and your partnership and support of our ministry, uh, and we just want to emphasize that all the time. We always want to constantly emphasize how much we appreciate your partnership to our ministry. Listen, if you're watching or listening today, maybe you just happen to come on to the broadcast, someone invited you, and you're away from God, you don't know God, you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, we want to give you that opportunity right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for our friends right now that are watching i pray that the spirit of god would convict them where they are lord that they would open their mouth and they would repent of their sins and they confess their sins before you and lord that they would ask you jesus christ to come into their heart and live on the inside of them through the precious holy spirit and lord i pray that you would guide them direct them and lead them all the days of their lives i pray that you would lead them and show them a bible filled uh, or a bible believing spirit-filled, doctrinally sound church that they could get plugged into and be a part of. If there is no church in their location, their vicinity, or anywhere in their proximity where they live, we welcome you to the family of God here at End Time Headlines. We We pray that we do the best we can to equip you, edify you, and educate you and encourage you in your Christian walk. Be a part of our, uh, our, we have, listen guys, we have many uh, opportunities here to be, get plugged in. Uh, we, uh, and we're going to continue praying just a second. I want to interrupt this real quick and we're going to, we're going to finish this prayer, but I want to let you know that 
Um, when you go to the main website, intimeheadlines.org, intimeheadlines.com, there's a location on there where you can click forum. It's in the tabs. It's in the menus. You just click on forum and it's going to take you to our telegram page. And this is a great place of believers and gathered of believers and where you can grow, you can communicate with one another, you can get in fellowship with one another. So that's where I suggest you go. Now, listen, of course, we have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter page. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on Rumble. And you can find all the links to these in the description of this video. If you're watching by Rumble, by YouTube, again, Facebook Live, main website. All the links to these webs are to these uh, social media platforms are right there in the description. Just click on the link. If you're listening by app or Spotify, again, that's where you can find us. We're all over the place. So don't forget to subscribe to us if you would. So let's finish this prayer. We're going to close this segment for today and we'll be back on here on Tuesday, February 21st with another great podcast. So let's pray right now and close this broadcast. Father, I just thank you today for those that may have come back to you, may have read dedicated their lives back to you or may have given their heart back to you today for the first time. And I pray that you would just watch over them, bless them, keep them, prosper them in the way in which they should go. Father, I just plead the blood of Jesus over them and over all of our listeners today and those that are viewing today. I pray, Lord, that you would just bless them accordingly. Lord, may revival come in their homes, in their families, in their marriages, in their children. Let it burn within each and every heart within us so that as we burn, we can go and we can carry that torch and take that everywhere we go. And we can begin to accumulate this move of God and begin to fan the flames on a corporate level that this may burn brighter and brighter and brighter. And we give you the glory and honor for it. In Jesus name, we pray and all God's people said, amen and amen. Listen, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for coming on on this Monday night. We'll, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. God bless. Thank you for listening to the end time headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.